Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Chelsea Pinky and Glenn at that's that bat. The wee hours of the night. We're very tired. Um, yeah, we're just gonna jump in. You guys well, ready? What actually happened is we did already record, but somebody's <laughs> little computer messed it up. We're not gonna put it on us. We don't know what. Happened. We're gonna we're put it on this I, new. I said somebody. We're gonna put I on this somebody. this new uh, you know software no that we're using. <laughs> we're using a new software, but we're back. Because we're committed I'm and we're recording. So I feel like that was a good episode. Nah, it was fire. But we're going we're gonna to give you that fire again. Ladies, on better replies. <laughs> Why don't you start? Yeah, start, Glenn. All right. So on the last episode or the episode before last, I talked about how I am in passport purgatory. And, it, and it's, it's the ghetto. So today I decided to show up at, this is my reply. So I showed up at the passport agency today thinking that I could finesse my way inside of the building and I was promptly told sis you do not have an appointment try again but the camaraderie that occurred outside of the uh, where is the office Soho passport office was legendary when I tell you it was only the black people outside with no appointments were like (laughs) sis let me help you out call this number Hold on, I'm gonna call the I'm gonna call the office and tell them that I'm coming with my sister. I'm gonna expand my appointment. Hold on, call Aww. this, call that. We were holding each other down, and it was also iconic because I was with all these black women that were taking incredible trips. I met this woman that's going to South Korea tomorrow. A woman that's going to Ibiza on Sunday. <laughs> I met, uh, oh, this older black woman who is a DJ, who she said that some, this was actually a little bit sad. This one DJ passed away. So they needed her to come and fill the place of this DJ. They, she said they bought her flight, her hotel, everything was set up, but her passport was expired and she needs to get to Jamaica to do this set. I mean, Whoa. I was at all at once so in love with all of these incredible places that these black women were traveling to. And also in love with the way we were all holding each other down to make sure that we got to those places. So shout out to all those women. It was, it was a New York moment and it was just, it was just, it was all love. I mean, I can't get over it. It was amazing. Um, and on red is going to be the baby and his nonsensical ass fucking commentary that he made at Rolling Loud. It's just nasty. It's just tacky. I'm not going to repeat what he said. It's tacky as fuck. People, I feel like people love to to like get on stage and to start talking shit. And that's exactly what he did. And it was inappropriate and, un- and unnecessary. And he deserves a cancellation in my book. Cancel him. He's done. Yeah. Period. I, I agree. I was going to shit on him too, but you beat me to the Period. Canceled. I don't even really listen to his music that much. So it's kind of not that hard. Well, you know, I've had a big sexual attraction crush on him for a long time, but he's he dead. a little man, just how you like him. Exactly. I know he has a big dick, but he's done. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then Ti also like he doubled down, down, <laughs> talking about if if gay people could talk about being gay, then the baby could talk about what he said. <laughs> oh my God! Throw them in the trash. <laughs> Throw them away. And then he tried to be like, "I'm not homophobic." I'm. He's like, "The gay men in my crowd don't have sexually transmitted diseases," and I was like. Uh, Why are you taking the stage and talking about what diseases people have? It's just terrible. Not to mention there's such a stigma with people or for people that have HIV and like that shouldn't exist. And like, you know, he just added to it. Right. You're, you're, uh, it's just, it's horrible. I was thinking to myself, like, how would I have felt if I was standing in that crowd? He's like, put your lighters up. If (laughs) da 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 I get your pussy tastes like water, and that day you could have BV. It's just so <laughs> trash. It happens. It's trash. Canceling. Yeah, and he's Canceling. been hanging out with. Didn't he bring out uh, what's his name? The shooter. Oh, Tori. Not the shooter. Cancel him. Like, Cancel them all. They're done. Done. Finished. But I, I, I will say, I, I think what he said was disgusting. I think it's a mixture of ignorance and arrogance, mm. which is a terrible. Mm terrible mix but um i am trying not to throw black men out and black people out i'm trying he's in the basura for me <laughs> I'm, just put it, I'm just gonna say that he's done he's he's in the trash what about you chelsea On I, I, think, I think brother needs some education um it's giving ignorance I, it is yes yeah, it's, it's mad ignorant like mm-hmm. the fact that he even tweeted as if like he was in the right again. Like he keeps he was, like, doubling confused. down on it, which he makes me think that he he genuinely thinks that he's right, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I I am leaving Johnson and Johnson on red. Mm. Um, not only for their vaccine that we know was a little problematic. Um, it caused a few people, I think, like six people, but those are still six lives to get like um these blood clots. One of them was actually my friend from college. Um, but also wow. currently Ben Crump is filing a lawsuit against them on behalf of black women um, because of the cancer causing baby powder. Right. Um, like I know in my neighborhood, we all put a little baby powder on in the summertime, um, keep certain areas cool. And apparently it's extremely dangerous and it really could cause ovarian cancer, which is really scary. Um, so I'm leaving them on red. I have two questions. I'm sorry. Yes. How does how do you file something for black? Oh, oh, on behalf, but like if there's like a settlement, like what? Probably a civil suit. Are you asking who gets the payout? Yeah. How does that work? Probably a group of people. Oh, it'll be like you get that email. You get that email like if you have purchased, <laughs> uh, rah, 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 you might be entitled to reparations. Right. It's not reparations, right. but I'm not you know. a lawyer, so. I right. Okay. But I do think we need to be careful with these Johnson and Johnson products and probably many other brands for that matter. Like that just put things out on the market and don't uh, it's just so scary. We put our trust in these things because we think yeah, that they yeah. have figured it out and they've done the, their due diligence and clearly they have not. And then right. also does it it's not good for babies either, right? No. That's what they said. They said don't put it on your baby either, which is really freaky. That's fucked up. I'm like it's baby powder like yeah what? it yeah, should be said, so like and how is it on not babies 
vagina and butt. Right. right. And if it's not okay for babies, how are you going to put it on a grown ass person? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? The other way around. No, y'all not hearing what I'm saying. Babies are yes, way more sensitive. A, sensitive. If it's not okay right. for, if it's not okay person, for babies, how are you going to put it on a grown person? No, there's things that grown people can use that babies can't. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. Like, I, see no. I see what you're saying. No problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I want only the softest of the items. Filler. <laughs> right. Botox. Um, okay, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> she was dead ass confused. I was like, no, wait, what you mean? <laughs> it was giving the baby apology. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, and I'm going to reply to Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. Um, not to her having issues, of course, but to her kind of prioritizing herself, even though so many people are obviously disappointed. And I can understand why, like, the Olympics are, like, something that, you know, everyone's super proud of, proud to be an American, bloop, 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 bloop. And she is, like, this, like, mega gymnastic superstar. And she was, you know, flipping and doing jumps for America. So I get why people are disappointed, but shout out to her for prioritizing herself. Correct. And I hope she gets well These people are human beings and they're putting their bodies on the line for this country. It's kind of wild. Fugazi yeah. as fuck, actually. Yeah. And not even, we're, we're talking about bodies, but also their mental health, which is what was like sort of really deeply rooted in what I have been reading so far about Simone Biles. And she was like, she said something like she feels like she has the weight of the world on her back. Mm. And as much as we're celebrating her, that also comes with so much pressure. And she's a person. And a young person. Yeah. Like, I, I, and this has been happening a lot in this particular Olympic Games. And I wonder if, and I, and I hope that this will, will come to some sort of reckoning where we're sort of reevaluating how we treat athletes because they put their bodies on the line and we're not thinking about them as being ent- entire people. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Wild. I saw this, I saw this tweet. I want to read the tweet and then I want to read what she said. But the tweet said, Simone Biles won nationals with broken toes in both feet. She won worlds with a kidney stone and has carried the burden of being the face of sexual assault survivors as a national institution failed to support them. Half of y'all yelling about toughness can't even handle wearing your mask in Wegmans. Correct. Um, but then Simone said, Simone said, I have to put my pride aside. I have to do what's right for me and focus on my mental health and not jeopardize my health and well-being. That's why I decided to take a step back. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Shade, what about you? Yes. Well, Glenn took my red. So now I'm like, what do I want to leave on? I mean, there's so many things to leave on with. Everyone's acting their ass every day. Um, I am going to leave some of the COVID conspiracy theorists on red. Um, I feel like I've done this before and I, here we are back again. And I love a good conspiracy. Like I'm ready for the 2090 special on COVID. I'm, how old will I be then? I love that like, you said 2090 because it's going to take that much time, right? Oh, it's going to take a long time. For them time. to have that much like retrospective on it. Yeah. Right? So I'm 30 almost. That's like, somebody help me with the math. I might not it's be 2021, alive. It's 2021. So 60. be like 100. 70 years <laughs> from now. Yeah. Yeah. If I live to see the day where we could just like unpack 
would happen. But like, there's just so many crazy theories and people don't want to get it because they just believe. Girl, like, but it's so wild because nobody trusts this country, sis. But it's not just this country. I mean, like, it's a global pandemic. And while I do think there's some potential accessory, 100%, I'm also like, like, just, just like, do what you want to do for yourself. But you can't just like, make things up. Like, that just doesn't work. You can't make up lies about science. Like, that just doesn't work. So, <laughs> it's like, unfortunately, we get... <coughs> oh, shit. We get, um, <laughs> we get our news from different resources. And if you look at, like, a Tucker Carlson, he's literally telling people not to get vaccinated when he himself has gotten vaccinated, by the way. So inappropriate and irresponsible. And irresponsible. But if you're if you're watching the news, you would trust that. I mean, I would trust that. Like, actually, I wouldn't trust. But most people. But would some trust people that might. Their news source, correct, is, is like a, a real journalist, and they've done the work, and like you can trust this source. But you can't. You want to talk about an agenda? You know, everybody wants to say agenda, right? Hmm. When they talk about little nonsense, right? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> quick, quick uh, side shout out for my reply to Lil Nas X's video. It's fucking iconic. Oh, I didn't see it yet. It's an agenda. Right. <laughs> that shit is iconic. I love Lil Nas X. Anyway. He really got the girls mad. They're mad. They're homophobic as fuck. And or I don't maybe they're, maybe it. they just really like him and have a crush on him. <laughs> That's, that could possibly very much be it. He's so history making and we're going to look back on this and this is history in the making. We have never seen a, a rapper. Maven. He is a he's a Maven, a marketing Maven. But we've never seen a rapper, a person in hip hop, be themselves like sexually open and gay as fuck. Young it's, M.A. Oh yeah. yeah, but even Young M.A. Have, hasn't gotten her her due praise. She hasn't. In and my I, in my opinion, she she's, she, she's also not so poppy. Like Lil Nas X is a rapper, but he's he's kind of pop. He's got that music that like won't leave your brain. Yeah, but, but shout out to them. Shout yeah. out to all. I hope the baby just gets access to some sort of literature soon. He's canceled. He can get access to literature soon. Um, He's done I'm replying for me. to my Botox and filler. Uh, once my lips go down, they're gonna pass it. Love yourself. Okay, and we'll skip hotline bling today. Oh no. Okay, I, I have love blings. hotline bling so much. So we're hotline blinging. We're shouting out all the attendees from our speed dating. Thank you so much for coming. I hope love connections were made and that you're making other people's hotline hotlines bling. Um, we'll definitely host more. I know you guys were asking. Maybe take it on a world tour. Mm-hmm. Right. Host more. My friend told me that she has like a group of guy friends that she'll invite next time. Correct. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. My good sis, that's a black girl doing um, shit. I'm going to jump into our Black Girl Doing Shit this yep. week. I'm so excited for you all to hear this episode. We were joined by Bershawn Shaw. She's an international motivational speaker, business coach, author, and tech founder. And she's stepping into the group chat. You may all have seen Bershawn on the Real Housewives of New York City. She debuted on June 29th and has been really fun to watch. We're excited to see more of her. She's definitely a bit of a firecracker. Mm-hmm. She's stirring the pot. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's she's, 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 she's a lovely guest. She's making it spicy, you know? Yes, adding a little seasoning. Cheers. Absolutely. Definitely need some sasson on Roni. Exactly. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. Welcome to the group 
chat. Yes. We are so ecstatic to have you here. We were just ranting and raving about how lovely you look and how amazing it is to see another Black woman grace us on The Real Housewives of New York. Chelsea and I um, just started watching the show this year in quarantine. Um, we admittedly had never really engaged with white housewives. Not going to lie. <laughs> that wasn't the franchise I was leaning into. I was more of like a Atlanta Potomac kind of girl. Yeah. But it is just so great to see you. And we, first, we would just love to know, like, how has it been being on the show? It is just so refreshing to see new folks, new energy. Um, you know, it's, I like it. It's interesting. Um, you know, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I saw the episodes before and I was like, oh God. And sometimes you look at comments and you get like, oh Lord, you're coming to a bunch of mess. Yeah. Right. But when I, when I met the ladies, I really did like them. You know, they're interesting. They all come from different backgrounds and they have different stories. And I love that. You know what I mean? Like, no one's the same. Even in their craziness, like I say, I'm crazy too. We all have something to say we're nutty about. And I like that about this show, that they're all, they all have a story, a different story and come from different backgrounds. So that's, that's unique and interesting. Yeah. I love that you said um, you guys all have your own like bit of crazy. I have to say like, you're such a firecracker and I love how open you are about like sex positivity, which is something that we definitely preach like, do you have any advice for our listeners on really like owning your sexuality? Because I feel like it's something that uh, particularly black women, like there's a weird lane we get put into. Like it's either you're like too sexual or it's like you need to be too prude. And it's just like, we have sex. Hello. Yeah, I love it. So let me speak to the audience. Own who you are. It's time that we speak up and stand up and love ourselves, love on our bodies, love what we want to do. I mean, we've been sort of put in a corner as black women. It's like, oh God, if you're sexual, you're, you know, promiscuous and you're a whore. Like, stop it. Stop it. We're grown women and grown men. Like grown women do grown women things. If you want to have sex on the first date, I'm sorry, do it. If you want to have it on the ninth date, do it. If you don't want to have a date and, and have sex, don't do it. Like, don't let other people define you. Don't let social media define you. Don't let what we've heard define you. Don't let what you see in newspaper articles. Because take it from me, who's a coach? I coach celebs, experts, coaches, um, CEOs, and politicians. And let me tell you, I've learned a lot. People say a lot and do something different. Did you, did this like, like, I feel like you have like such a like positive, bright outlook on life. Did this come from you like overcoming your battles with cancer or were you just always like this? And can you speak more about that? And, you know, I said, this has to be the million dollar question. I think that everyone says, so thank mm -hmm. you for it. Um, you know, I think I've always had a, a, a positive outlook on life because my father is like my best friend. I mean, everyone knows, I mean, he's just a thriver, right? My father has had lung cancer, brain cancer, and prostate cancer. Wow. wow. Gilbert, Louisiana, uh, picking cotton, living in a two-bedroom house with eight kids, eight brothers and sisters, right? So what he always told me is never give up. He said, for Sean, and be who you are. And when you have someone not dimming your light and your dad is... I mean, who do you look to, up to? Your dad, your daddy's little girl. He's the one who comforts you and loves you. He told me, don't dim my light for anyone. So not dimming my life. What was I the kid? Running up the walls, jumping over fences, doing cartwheels, going crazy. 
because he never said no. He made mm. me realize that I can do anything. And so I think to answer that, yes, I was always outgoing and positive, but I think definitely cancer pushed me over the edge to like live my best life and live it today. Live it now. Yes. I love that. I'm, I'm also like, you just said that your dad was like, was in the South and like, you said he was he was picking cotton. I mean, my dad was born in 1935. Yeah. So, wow, that's I'm sure like the stories like yes. you guys have spoken about must be like so so intense. Yeah. Um, but I know like when you first were on the show, you said something and it was like kind of controversial on on social media that like we're all the same kind of like we're all people. Um, yeah. do you still feel that way or did it come out I guess differently than you intended or Yeah, so let so let me let, so let me clarify that, right? So let's be crystal clear. Black lives matter. I'm a mm-hmm. black woman with a black mother and father. My father marched Selma. My father marched Washington. My father wow. did these things. So I grew up protesting and activist. What I what I was saying was we have been so divided. Black mm-hmm. people have been oppressed, suppressed. My brother got beaten down when he was 21 years old to a pulp. He had flesh in his face. We sued and sued and sued. And we lost because of the type of world we're in. So I have always been an activist, always protesting for this. What I was saying is that that I'm tired of them dividing us, making us feel less than, Mm. making us feel that we're not enough. When I say all lives matter, we all matter. We're in the United States of America. Stop segregating us and separating us and dividing us like we are less than. See, you didn't get the whole thing. Everybody didn't get the whole story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, come on, you know, it's. And I know editing is a special little (laughs) trick that happens sometimes on these shows. Yeah. Yeah. I also love that, like, they're like. You're also like, we're not all the same, right? Like not all black people have to think the same, have to have the same like way of going about things. And something you said, honestly, like I used to teach, I was a a kindergarten teacher and we would, we taught into race and we taught about all sorts of things. And I was conflicted. Like, do I teach my kids about like slavery, for example, because like, do I want them to have that? introduction into race and so the way how I went about it was I actually taught them about like heroes like black heroes and to me that was for me that was a a good introduction into having this conversation about race like not all superheroes are superman like you know Martin Luther King was a superhero or like x y and z was a superhero so we kind of taught into it in that way but I do understand what you're saying. Like sometimes this division, like it's like, I don't know, putting us in in a lane like that. We're not only in that lane, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And, and so here, here's the thing. We are black excellence. We are kings and queens. My father is successful. He became the first multimillionaire in Washington, D.C. in the wow. 1960s, right? Him and about three other people. So, I mean, because of his drive and his hustle, you know, I wanted to show my dad that I can do it. And then- I'm his daughter. I became a millionaire as a woman, right? So, you know, it's like it, he taught me to, look, we live in America, you guys. Let's be clear. We don't live in our own country and continent. We are in America. What I want the world and audiences to just, we're the same as you. Stop segregating us. Stop murdering our Black brothers. Stop murdering our Black sisters. Stop outing us in in companies and and showing these microaggressions and showing this racism stop looking at the names and saying oh okay this is a black person i don't want it until we start understanding that we are excellent until we start focusing on us and supporting each other we can't go outside it's time for us to support each other 
us to uplift each other, us to empower one another. I am so for what you said. You made a point about, I taught them heroes instead of teaching them slavery because they would say, oh God, you know what? We, we came from something negative. You got to understand when you teach and you coach, I'm a coach. I've been doing this for 15 years. What I understand is human behavior. Everyone doesn't take the message the way you want it to. Mm. Like, just like you guys thought all lives matter. That's what, not what I'm saying. All lives matter, meaning that black lives don't matter. Hell no, I'm not saying that. But you see how one little thing can, you have your own, um, your own opinion. You understand? Yeah. You see how people have their own opinions. So I coach people for where they are. Everyone comes from different backgrounds. Some people come from the South. Some people come from the project. Some people come from um, going to Harvard University. Some people, parents were professors. Everyone gets it at their level. You don't get it at the same level. You don't teach at the same level. Just like you said, do I want to teach my kids slavery or do I want to empower them about Superman at first? Do I want them to know that we are amazing? So I come at it from a human connection way. I get to know you first and then I get to talk to you and really talk to you. That's how I've always coached. And that's why what makes me like the warrior coach and people say, wow, you really hear me because I like to hear the person I'm talking to because you can't do it the same way. I'm sorry. You just don't do it to everybody the same way. Mm, yeah. And I, I do just want to clarify because cancel culture is something I'm not advocating for not teaching about slavery, but yeah. I do think that it's, it's good to also add in that piece that like there's so many great people that we come from as well. So yeah, and we come yeah. from amazing people. And let yeah. me just say this too. Um, I want to educate everyone. I'm a black woman who's made it right. You know what I mean? And so I want little black girls to understand. I want white women to understand. I want white men to understand that we too belong in the room. Right. We belong in the room, put us in the room, open the doors for putting us in the room. But I don't believe in keeping us divided, divided because it's always us against them. And we live in America. Let them get to know us and let us get to know them. Let's start the conversation and really talking about it. I like that. Totally. Yeah, it's, it's, race is a tough, 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 tough one here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On, a, on another note though, um, we spoke about, you know, your battle and overcoming breast cancer stage four, which is like insane. Yeah. But through this resilience, you created your own app. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell us more about that? Yeah. I mean, through this, you know what, look, they gave me three months to live. I mean, wow. cancer was all over my body. So when I, when I say this, it's like cancer woke me up. I always say cancer wasn't as a gift because it's a gift of living. It's a gift of doing it now. Um, I always wanted to do something because during cancer, I was depressed. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I didn't want to be known as the stage four girl. I mean, come on, you're young. You don't want that. But what I realized is that we needed a place to talk, a place to get help. And that's what my mental health app is called You Are a Warrior. It's uh, www.theletterurawarrior.com for support. It's a place where you can get help with coaches, Experts will teach you or celebs hear their stories. And it's a social networking site for support. Wow. Something cool and hip. Removing the stigma. Remove the stigma, you guys, of mental health. 
That's what I want to do. Remove the stigma. Let's start really talking about it and stop being ashamed and talking about people behind their back and calling them crazy and saying they're depressed. No, let's get the help because you know what? We have issues. We have addiction issues. We have depression issues. We're going through mental abuse. We're going through verbal abuse, you know, from college, from high school, junior high on up to 80 years old. We're all going through something. Stop making it seem like you're not. We are. Yeah, I love that there has been much of a big shift, I think, in the stigmas around like therapy and looking out for your mental health. Like, honestly, I feel within the past 10, 15 years, because I feel like even when Chelsea and I were probably like teens, like if someone were to say they were going to therapy, people might be like, oh, you're crazy. What's wrong with you? And now everyone's like, I'm in therapy. I love my therapist. Yeah. I have a coach. Oh, my God. I have a coach. Yeah. Right. I mean, so we're, we're removing the stigma and I think it's needed because look, if you have issues, I'm sorry, you need to get the help. We all come from something. We all, I mean, because our parents are doing the best they can, but they have have the tools and they didn't have the tools. You know, some are coming from single moms, single dads, you know, abusive homes. You think you're going to come out straight and and happy go lucky when you see your mom um, abusing your father or vice versa. You know, this is a story. I was in high school. My big sister was so fly. When I tell you she was gorgeous, she had eyes, her hair. When I tell you she was together, she would walk down that hallway and switch and look good and look in your face. And she would be like, keep your chin up. Her home was hell. Her father was beating the mother. They were hoarders. Um, I remember one time going to pick her up. She didn't realize the door was open. The front door was open. There were pennies on the front door. Um, it was like dirt. It was dirty socks. It was old food. It was plates. You would never think she lived like that. When I say wow. never, never, this girl was pristine and she walked with her head up, but see what she was going through. She was going through so much. Mm-hmm. And I, it made me cry when I heard that she's now on drugs, you know, mm-hmm. it made me really tear up because I was like, wow. All the things that we are afraid to talk about, we're embarrassed, we're ashamed. She's been on drugs for like 20 something years, right? She doesn't want to talk about it. So here it is. She had this facade. You wouldn't know what was behind those closed doors because I'm telling you, she wore every designer, her hair. She didn't miss a day with her hair and her nails not done. She didn't miss a day, but look at it. You know what I mean? I really wish I could get in touch with her because that really touched my heart when I heard that last week. Yeah, that's, I mean, that also... You know, people say you should like really try your best to be kind because you truly never know what what people are dealing with, like what's yeah. what's going on. You really never know, and that's what I say. You don't know. Like we're here, we're judging someone before you really get to know them, and that's what I hate. People people judge before you know. Don't judge a book by its cover. You don't know me. Don't judge. Do me you do you feel like you're being judged right now on the show, or do you eventually? I mean, the last episode I saw it was. It was a little tough to watch, not going to lie. And I'm hoping that you guys resolve or, you know, um, did you feel like you were like let in or like embraced into the group? Well, I mean, look, I mean, I think this group is tough, right? And I think you have to have tough skin and you have to understand who you are. I think the last episode, they took it negative when it wasn't negative. I call my girls grannies all the time. Hey, grannies, come on, girl, get your stuff together. I was just in Vegas. I'm like, stop being a granny. Put your clothes on. Put your heels on. That's the term endearment. That's what black girls say. Like, stop being boring. Come on. Let's go have a drink. Like, I say that all the time. But you know what? When you don't know someone, they took it the wrong way. 
And I think it was like, all right, I feel like I got ambushed. But yeah, I mean, come on. it's just, We made up. We're friends, you know. But I think you don't know someone. So I was sort of open like these were my friends for 20 years when they weren't. They right. had to vet me out. I had to vet them out. And I'm like open arms. You're like, hey, girl, you know me. That's just me. You know what I mean? It's me. It's how I am with my friends. All my friends are like, that's just for sure. Believe me. She'll meet somebody in the street and invite them over for dinner. Because <laughs> they're like, I like you, girl. This is so sweet. You know what I mean? Because I like people. I'm a people person. So yeah, know, I had to get to know them. And you're definitely outspoken, which I think, particularly for this group of women, like might be a lot for them when they feel like this is my show or like very like maybe territorial about the space. But OGs. I love, yeah, yeah, the OGs versus the newbies. But I love that you just like come in, you are yourself, you speak your mind. It, it just seems like you're being you, which is yeah. refreshing. I mean, and the thing is, I can't be anybody but me. Like I'm right. not um, and just be quiet because the OGs are there. I get it. I love you, OGs. You know, you've earned your keep, but hey, newbie in town. And like, you know what? I have to be me. I'll be, I would be phony if I didn't speak out. Like my friends and family be like, that's not Brashawn. Are you kidding me? She is not. I mean, come on. She said something to her father. She speaks out to her aunt. You think I'm not going to speak out to the girls? Come on. I mean, this is what I do. You know what I mean? So I would not be who I am if I didn't speak out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And speaking of speaking out, you also host your own podcast, yes. which I was like, wait a minute, fellow podcaster in the building. Yes, fellow podcaster, darling. Buckle up with Vershawn. Yes, on iHeart, Spotify, you know, all the different things. Vershawn.com, it's everywhere. Yes. Can what's you it, share? What's about? Yeah, I was going to say, can you share more with our listeners? Oh, yes. So it's called Buckle Up with Vershawn. So it's about buckling up every time it's inspiration. Like, Stop being afraid. Stop living in fear. Buckle up and get yourself together. Like, you know, I have somebody inspirational, whether it's somebody who's gone through something life altering, whether it's a woman, whether we see their story, whether we hear about a guy, whether it's finance. I do, you know, whether it's finance, it's relationship, it's family, it's friends, it's everything. Like I've had everyone on from Tashina Arnold, Beyonce's mom, um, you know, Suzanne Summers, a ton of people. I'm into look. I'm a coach. I'm a life coach, right? And I always tell this. I say this, I cuss like a sailor. I tell <laughs> it like it is, right? You know, I'm no Mother Teresa. It's not like I can't argue and fight. And then like, yeah, if you don't argue and fight, how will you ever know life? I, I'm giving you life experiences. That's how you know life, to go through some things. If you don't go through some things, how can you be a life coach? It's not right. Kumbaya, Gandhi, never saying anything. I love you, Gandhi, too. I love, but I'm one in your face. I want you to get it. I push through. I push boundaries. This is what I do with my life, my friends, my family. And I'm not going to change for a show. Totally. We love yeah. that. Like something that we've been navigating on this show is like, how do you bring your full self as well as like trying to dodge the cancel culture and dodge the haters. So it's definitely like not easy to get out there and like speak your truth and speak your mind and on a podcast, especially. Yeah. And you know what? I'm tired of these trolls and cancel culture. You know what it is? It's like, come on, stop with this negative hate. Stop. You know, somebody told me that somebody said on their social media, I hope you die. I mean, that's just crazy because this girl spoke up um, at a high school and I mean, she spoke her truth, right? I mean, we're, we're just starting to take this too far. We really are taking this culture too far. We like, 
you can have a different view. You can be a black girl and have a different view. You can have a, be a black girl and not agree with someone. You can be a black girl and you're a Republican. You can be a black girl and you're a Democrat. You can be a black girl and whatever. Like, stop j- jumping down people's throats because we're different. Everybody's different. Like, why do we want to be the same? I don't understand that thought process. Why can't we, why don't we support somebody who's different? Let, let's support somebody who stands on their own feet. Let's support somebody who's doing it their way instead of trying to have everybody homogenize doing it one way. Come on. I hate that. Yeah. And we also talk about like specifically as black women, like we're not a monolith. So I think it's, it's almost like anti-black when you expect every black woman to be exactly the same. Um, yeah. How do you feel about, about the conversations around like politics and like, all of those things at, at the, in the group. You know, look, do you, can you talk politics to your friends? Is that cool? Oh, are you talking about my friends or are you talking about Romy? Both. Oh, so yeah. I mean, look, my friends, you know, we go at it. We go politics and we go um, black lives matter. And we do all that, but we stop. You got to know when to stop and know when to talk about it. Right. So my, one of my best friends, I'm like, girl, enough. We're not going to debate it anymore. Enough. Like, because you got to understand these are touchy subjects and people take them so personal. And like the girls of Roni, I love them, you know, but you have to understand everyone where everyone's coming from. Everyone doesn't come from the same background. Mm -hmm. You can't just make a blank slate and talk to everybody the same. You have to meet them where they are. As a coach, I meet people where they are. I, I talk about things. You can't talk to the investment banker the same way you talk to the college kid, or you can't talk to the hip hop artist the same way you're talking to the bank. T- everybody is going to receive it differently. Just yeah. like little kids. If you tell Johnny, don't touch that stove, don't you touch it. And you yell at him, <laughs> Johnny may sneak in that kitchen and touch it because he wants to know. Or you're like, look, Johnny, I'm just telling you, I don't want you. It's all in how you deliver it. Mm. Everybody's not going to get it the same. Why? Because everybody doesn't have the same background. Yeah, that makes sense. You're also a life coach. So I have a question because we're yeah. all 20 something, almost, almost 30. Yeah. Getting there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, what are some like things that we should know? Like if you had to like advise some 20 something black girls living their lives in the city, What's like your most important information that you mm. want to tell us? I would say, don't let your fears get in your way. Do not let your fears get in your way. Because I always say, while you're hoping for it, wishing for it, praying for it, scared to do it, somebody else is doing it. Do it. And let me tell you, do it your way. Because what I realized, it took me too long to realize this, is that they're going to say something anyway. They're not going to like how you do it. They're not going to, they're going to say, why did you do this? They're going to say you're too much, or they're going to say you guys are doing too much, or why did you talk about this? So what? Someone is always going Mm -hmm. to say something. But if you live your authentic truth, and if you're honest, you will always be taken well. Like even that Tuesday fight and stuff, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I got so much love. It's overwhelming. I mean, like, everything overflowing it's refreshing you're on roadie you need an apple we want to see you mm-hmm. on tv yes. show you need, i mean like on and on and on like people believe it or not producers call me everyone because they said you know what you're relatable and you're real and you're honest yes. that's it i have to be me so i'm telling you be you you have a podcast you have a platform don't change it up for anybody 
because they're going to say something anyway. Thank you. I, I think that. our listeners would would appreciate that advice. But you said something. When are you getting an apple? Oh, look at you. Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. You know what? I don't know. Never say never. I mean, look, you guys, I'm an international motivational speaker. I mean, I literally, I mean, the year before COVID, I was in Paris, Germany, London, um, Australia, India, uh, Africa. You know, I mean, I speak all over the world. You know, I'm a coach. I'm a business and life coach. I have an interior design business, right? That's thriving. Shaw and Shaw Design. I'm building a mental health app. That's huge, right? It's going to sort of fight with the big boys. So you guys support, your listeners support. Please, the letter www.warrior.com. I want this to go viral because I need to have it for young people. I want everyone in their yeah. 20s, 30s like to really get the help. And, you know, I'm doing so much, so never say never. Who knows? I mean, I got a lot on my plate and I got a book deal. So yikes. Booked oh <laughs> and busy. Yes. Booked and busy. That's how you got to be. Yes. That is so amazing. Well, you kind of like segued into the next thing I was going to ask you, which is like big projects you're working on and just like where people can look out for you and find you and like anything you just want to share with us. Oh, I love you guys. So um, Unstoppable Warrior Woman is a book that I have out now. Um, it's in, uh, it's in the, it's in the stores, Amazon, Target, everywhere. It's called Unstoppable Warrior Woman. It's 40 women sharing their stories of challenge and triumph, but in the end, hope. Um, my app again, www.warrior.com. I got a lot of experts, a lot of celebs on board and, um, my Instagram, Twitter, everything at Bershawn Shaw. B-E-R-S-H-A-N-S-H-A-W. And my podcast, look, I know. Buckle up with Brashawn. Check it out. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You're like you are such a, a, a like a ray of sunshine for sure. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Yes, I and you it. showed us out today. I'm like, oh. I know. Next, Hair, next time you see makeup. us, we'll look better. Uh, <laughs> you guys, look, are you going, do you go to Colgate now? Because it says Colgate. I did, I did. Okay, you're using your code. I love it. She's uh, using her college email from her college email still. It's for life. How it's many life. years ago? I know. Shade, where did you go to school? I went to Trinity, so um, we're kind of in the same very small liberal arts white college world. Uh, I love it. I went to NYU and I went to Syracuse. Same thing, girl. Same oh, thing. Syracuse, upstate. Yes, yes upstate. Yes. Oh my goodness, but. Seriously, it's been such a pleasure. I'm excited for like what's to come this season. And I've said this before, you know, I was gunning to be one of the first Black Housewives, one that might have taken a really long time. <laughs> but it's all good. Okay, have you been following me? Do you like me? Have you seen me in episodes? Yes, of course. We, we don't play around. Okay. We are like tuning in as soon as it's out. We're and, big fans. The the last episode, I I said it was hard for me to watch because I was I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's getting <laughs> it's getting intense fast, and it all like I don't know. There's like everyone needs to chill and like talk clearly on that show and yeah. just calm down. Chelsea but, is like like literally, we are black girls texting. She she texted like, wait. What is going on in this episode? This is not okay. And it's so funny because like she didn't tell me what she was watching and I immediately knew and I was like, girl, I know. 
but I loved watching you do the positive affirmations. Like I'm yes. trying to get into that. Oh, I do it um, every morning. I do it every morning. And I walk six miles and I do positive affirmations every morning. Wow. Yeah, so you a guys, routine. Oh, you saw me loud. Okay. I'm look, I'm human. This is what I do. Yeah. I can I do affirmations, I manifestation and I can yell and scream. I'm human. I don't I don't claim to be something I'm not. I yeah. claim to be exactly who I am. I don't live in regret. I have to deal with what I do and I move on. That's how I live my life. I love it. A breath of fresh oh. air, honestly. Yeah. Well, we hope to see more of you on the show. Um, and thank you so much for joining the group chat. Yes. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, I will. You guys are great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, BGT family. It's your girl, Chelsea Pinky. Uh, I know these are very strange times. You know, we've been in quarantine for over a year now and things are slowly but surely going back to normal. But for some of us, we might need a little help in terms of our mental health and all that we've been going through. I just started speaking to a therapist and it's been a great experience for me. Talkspace makes it super easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your home. You can start messaging with a therapist the same day that you sign up, which is pretty cool. You don't have to wait for any appointments, you know, scheduling that with, you know, going back to work and all the other things that are happening are is difficult. Um, I also think it's important to talk to someone who's licensed and a professional because sometimes you go to your family or your friends and confide in them and you don't actually get any practical advice. So Talkspace is an incredible option if you need to talk to someone who is licensed, who is professional. Um, if you match with a licensed therapist, when you go on to Talkspace.com, you'll get $100 off your first month with the promo code BGT. That's BGT, of course, for Black Girls Texting. And that's $100 off when you use BGT at Talkspace.com. Trust me, the hardest part is getting started. Love ya. What would you do? Or what would you do? What would you do? Was that no? I'm like, what's that lyric? Um, Shade, read the what would you do because I think you have it this week. Um, I can pull yes. it up. I'm not able to pull it up. It's in my. It's an. It's an hour DM. It's in a DM. Please We got a DM from a lovely young listener. Um, she's fresh out of. No, she's not even fresh oh. out of college yet. She's about to grad graduate next year. Um, she says. I'm not going to read her name, just to give her privacy unless she wants us to, but I don't know that. So anyways, she says, I love this podcast. I feel like y'all are my homegirls laughing my ass off. I'm moving to New York next July after I graduate with my BFA in musical theater. Can you guys give some advice on moving to New York? Yes, ma'am. Um, so Chelsea, last time we recorded this and you gave advice, you basically told the girl she was going to get robbed. Don't <laughs> say that. I was going to say, last time don't. Chelsea was giving Cabaret Captain of New York City, she was like, this is the best place on earth. The streets, <laughs> are, sure the streets are paved in gold, but don't leave no. your drink unattended. Oh my God. These girls are such liars. And <laughs> no, that, that is, is what she not said. what I said. This is what I said. New York City is the best city on earth, but a lot of shit can happen here. 
make sure that you buy a crossbody purse with zippers, <laughs> not buttons, because you can get robbed. She's correct. It's She's never happened robbed. to me, knock on wood, but I know a lot of people have. Um, also, don't leave your drink unattended. There's all sorts of people in the city. Some of them can be mal, bad actors is the word. Um, have ill intent. Have ill intent. I was going to say mal, is mal intent a term? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I would say if the options are live with roommates or live in a tiny studio, I would pick pet studio. Correct. I would agree. No, 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 no. no. I would agree on living alone because people are fucking nuts in this city. You don't want a crazy roommate unless it's someone you know. Then that would be fine. Because the city can be all-consuming and in my personal opinion, you want to come home and have your space. Relaxation. Exactly. Depends on your sign because if you're a Leo, say. you probably always want attention and always need people in your face. Correct. You might. You need to come <laughs> Why home. did Chelsea have to do that <laughs> just and, now? And you want to have some company. It feels like it was a shot. It's fine. I love having my no, roommates. She we likes do attention. show tunes likes together. Roommates. We sing I karaoke. Can't we stand the roommate. Me neither. Well, to be honest, get a roommate that is um, equally busy, right? Or like that a cook, a chef, yes, and a, has a, a life. bartender, yes, a handyman, yes, <laughs> or like the plug of some sort. Probably oh, like a, a cook, drug dealer, a, a handyman, and a plug. Not that kind of plug. What is Chelsea saying? So, like, it feels very out. like contradictory to what she said. <laughs> She said to keep yourself safe. She's trying to make you live with trap stars. Since when is weed not safe? I'm just saying, you have people okay, coming and having people coming and going, having people coming and going to procure. I smoked weed and then I did a lot of other things. I mean, <laughs> they did say that, and I was like, that's nonsense. And then I found myself doing ketamine. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Whatever she says does not count for me. I have not touched ketamine. That one <laughs> me stressed either. me out a little bit. But I've seen people have a good time. Okay. Back well, to the advice. So here was my oh, my yes. advice was to, I think that, especially as a black person moving to New York City, there's an allure and it's a beautiful thing about coming to the city and finding these pockets and communities of black people that are doing shit, throwing events, having parties and like coming together. And it's amazing. But I would encourage you to put your stakes into that grass and then go elsewhere. I don't want you to like OD pour yourself into a scene because it can start to feel a little bit all consuming, incestuous, and just like. Thank you. What are you saying? Incestuous? Because oh, right. <laughs> and the writer, the writer repeated it. I repeated Chelsea as I repeated it. I knew that it was wrong, but I was like, "Yes, exactly, incestuous." <laughs> I knew it was like, wrong. Is like you sleeping with your ancestors? It was. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I really don't think English is my first language. <laughs> incestuous, exactly. So just like it can feel really good to find your people, but find your people, but also like. Have your own shit. Like you have mentioned, multiple groups. Most exactly, Chelsea. Have multiple groups. You mentioned that you are coming here as a singer, as a theater girl. 
join a uh you know improv troop. troop like have different communities so that you can experience multiple pockets of New York City so that as much as the city is so big it can be so 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 small so small okay so and come to black the, girls texting events correct yes that's the granny advice um i'm going to give you the fun advice so Definitely, I think have roommates, but check out where you're going to be living. Like, don't get caught up in some like bullshit slumlord apartment if you can. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but ideally, you don't want that. Having three, four roommates, like that's very normal. Ew. You get a lot of different She's personalities, young. She's young. She might have to. and you can meet so many different people. And to the grandmother's point. You can definitely see yourself in different groups, but go out, go out a lot, be a club rat during the week, nights. If you have that many roommates, get a safe. Go to rooftops oh my on God. the weekend. But low key, because you don't know those people, so you might oh have to. But she might have to. You don't know those fucking people. You don't want her up in the passport office like Glenn because I took her damn passport. Nobody took my passport, but. <laughs> I was like, someone took Glenn. No, it's took my shit. Yeah. Um, date a lot, hit the apps, and, and, um, use protection <laughs> or go to Bible study and mm-hmm. you won't need protection. <laughs> don't do that. Work? Don't like do that. There, we don't, we don't have a lot of churches. Oh, actually, we do have a lot of churches in New York City. Do. If you are about that life, you will find a place <laughs> of worship. You will. Just DM me on the side. I'll actually give you good tips. Okay. Oh, Jesus um. Lord. All right. Chelsea, take us out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> take us Sorry. out. And then I cough. <laughs> Who are you coughing at? <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm a fucking germ? Um, so, as <laughs> as oh, usual, no. send us an email at hello at Black Girls Texting if you want to get any advice. Um, actually, send us one because we have a guest coming up and she's really good at advice. I won't Incredible. Tell you, but I think we should do some. What would you do with her? Correct. Um, also, join us on Patreon. It's Patreon. A slash Black Girls Texting. Correct. Yeah. And then we're also on YouTube. We're also on Twitter. Black Girls Text One. We also have merch. Um, it's for the winter, but you can prepare for the <laughs> upcoming months. Correct. Um, and also, literally, as soon as this turns off, please, <coughs> please rate, comment, and subscribe. Literally, we're an indie podcast. Which please rate, comment, and subscribe. Literally, we're an indie podcast, which means we have no like big machine behind us which is fine we still love our community we're still growing our community without anything but we need your support we need you to rate we need you to comment we need you to subscribe we need you to share we need you to save the post we need you to do all of the things because you know they're suppressing black voices on the instagrams and the social medias that's right but they are or whoever his name is some of us in this room know him personally he was um he was on the Breakfast Club talking about it, and they censor us. So they do. help us out. Um, and, and shout out to all the girls that have been commenting, subscribing, and supporting the Patreon because we see you. Yes. yes, we do see you. And you know, we need your help because we have to take Chelsea to the islands and get her some like Jamaican. Theater. I was gonna say to the <laughs> clinic. <laughs> no, Honey, some my no. no, no, no. Actually, actually, can I do another quick reply? I just want to reply to my mom because I literally saw her today. And why did this woman give me a bag of vitamins telling me, you need to build up your immune system? <laughs> me I need to build up knows. my immune system. She knows. So I have a bag of vitamins now that I will be taking every day. And 
rest assured, she's going to call me every day and ask me if I took them. You better. She also decided to walk me to the train station. And I was like, mom, you are the one that needs to be walked. She's a mom. Mm, She ain't coughing like much bigger than you. No, but she walked into the guys, hold on. she thought something was going to happen. Anyways, um, my point of that was to also say if you're a patron and you want us to like read something or whatever, just like leave us a message on Patreon and say like share on the podcast and we'd be more than happy to do that. Yes, All right, yes, guys. yes. All right. Bye. Oh, nice. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.